0: Welcome to the Elder Law Growth Podcast. Nobody should pass away without a solid plan in place, and everyone should be able to age with dignity. That is why we are on a mission to help elder law and estate planning firms grow their practices online so that they can create a lasting legacy for families everywhere.
1: Joining us today is the most popular estate planning attorney on YouTube. He is sitting pretty at 188,000 subscribers. This is 188,000 people who are tuning into his YouTube channel weekly to learn about a subject that most people think is boring, complicated, but he has dominated estate planning on YouTube. And for good reason, he's transformed this topic into something that everyone can not only relate to and understand, but it is. Brings peace of mind. If you go to his channel, you'll see all these comments of all of these people saying, Thank you. You just helped me get peace for my family. Thank you. You just cleared up this. Thank you. You just did that. It's so neat to see that an estate planning attorney is making it simple, making it easy, and he's making all of this information available on YouTube. It's Paul Rabelais, folks. He is here with us today. I'm so excited. I've been watching his videos for four years now. And this is how I've learned about estate planning. So, Paul, it is such an honor to have you here with us today. Thank you for joining us.
0: Uh, well, it's great to be here. Those are very kind words. And I'm actually kind of looking forward to sharing the details of my YouTube journey, just like I've shared the, my details of the estate planning journey with so many others.
1: Absolutely. Well, let's just jump right into it tell us about your humble beginning your story of how you started because you started what you started your YouTube channel I know you have like 600 videos but do yeah. you remember how many years it took
0: yeah it's been about six years um, and I you know my story may not be real sexy but it is what it is and um, so when I when I started six years ago as an estate planning attorney as if if you're listening you're an estate planning attorney we all know that you you have to answer the same questions over and over and over again. So I didn't know what a subscriber was, I didn't even know what a viewer was on YouTube, but I said, you know what, I'm I'm getting kind of tired of answering the, what's the difference between a will and a trust? What's the difference between a revocable trust and an irrevocable trust? I thought, let me record some answers to frequently asked questions and let me kind of let my staff know Um, what videos are available. And then when someone calls the office and my staff asks them kind of what their main objectives are, we can just send them a video. And that, that just makes my job easier because
1: (laughs) you are kidding um, me. Oh mm -hmm. my goodness. (laughs)
0: Because it will, it will prepare the client. The client will be a little bit educated before they get to me. And, and maybe it'll show them that, that I'm, a, I'm a little bit of an expert on the subject matter. And so it might elevate me a little bit. But that's really how it all started six years ago. And look, I'm, I'm an introverted guy, probably like many estate planning attorneys are. Uh, I, I, when I go to a party, I'm the guy standing in the corner kind of watching the clock. Um, but many kind of introverted people, they're, they're excellent researchers um, they have good information, and so my my my, my point I'm trying to make real he, real quick here is you don't have to be this super personality person to to have some success with with YouTube.
1: Wow! So how did you find time to do that in the beginning? Because you were you started out solo, right? Or you're still solo?
0: Yeah, uh, I mean I have a, a, a few attorneys working for me, but um, but yeah, I'm the I'm the client attraction and client retention guy, but. Um, so my my main my main advice to answer the question in a broad manner how, how did I find the time to do it, is um, is is one you have to give good value we'll talk about that two you have to work hard and then three you just have to be patient so the how did you find the time to me that's just part of the work hard piece so instead of after my client meetings ended at four o'clock or whatever I would I would pull out the old uh, you know cell phone and put it on my little tripod and stay at work until, you know, 5.30 instead of 4.30 because I made a video that day. So it's it's nothing more than just, or or I, I go in on the weekend and make a video or two. So how did I find the time? It's, it's just, um, you know, like anything else in life, if you're going to be successful at it, you have to be willing to put in maybe a little more time than, than others are willing to put in. So it's, it's just, um, and, and the beauty of it is, as an estate planning attorney, you're having these conversations all day, every day. And so in the videos, you're you're just, um, you're not revealing any client confidences, but you're just reiterating the same conversation, maybe that you had a couple of hours earlier. So the, the preparation is real easy. So that's just, uh, I, I just kind of made the time in my, in my early evenings and sometimes on the weekends to get that done.
1: Wow, okay, so you made the time, you carved out time, so that way you could save you time later when somebody would ask you the question. So that way you wouldn't have to answer the same question over and over again. Genius. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah.
1: Do you find that your staff appreciated that?
0: Um, they do. They started getting into the habit of, of because they get asked the same questions too. Right. And right. so they'll come to me and say, Paul, somebody called and I just sent them your video and they were so <laughs> excited that they got the video and now they understand. And, so yeah, the staff is, is loving the videos.
1: I can just imagine. I'm imagining that front desk reception is saying, oh, uh, you know, save me a little bit of time. I'm just going to email you Paul's video. Cause he actually just did a video on this. Yeah. And quite frankly,
0: you know, it educates the staff. So if you have a, a brand new staff member, you know, you just had your first hire, uh, they can watch your videos. Maybe Amy, kind of like you watch my videos to to get themselves, you know, up to speed and to improve their learning curve on the subject matter.
1: Absolutely. Because that's the exact reason why I started watching your videos four years ago when I first started my job with working with elder law and estate planning attorneys. It's like, <laughs> I need to understand what this estate planning is. Oh, here's Paul's channel. I'm just going to watch it. And I learned everything I could. So, yeah, super. wow, that blows my mind that the reason why you started was to save yourself time <laughs> talk about humble beginnings. Oh my goodness. It wasn't so you could be viral on YouTube. It wasn't so you could be seen in every, Mm -hmm. oh my goodness. Wow. That was not the answer I was expecting, Paul. Not the answer I was expecting. Okay. So you first started out just so you could help your staff and help yourself with all of the questions that you inevitably get all the time that was, I mean, becoming the number one estate planning attorney on YouTube was not on your radar at all.
0: Not in the least bit.
1: So can you tell us a secret? How, how in the world did you get 188,000 subscribers to learn about estate planning? Like, how did you go from that to being like, oh, let's just answer their questions really fast to, to where you are today?
0: Well, I'm, I'm not exactly sure, but I've got some thoughts.
1: All right, sure. Um,
0: <laughs> so I I, meant, I want to expand on the three things that I think are important. Number one is is give value. Um, I see far too many attorneys selling on their YouTube channel and you're just not going to get growth. People don't want to be sold to. They they If you just, just go with the mindset of, how can i provide some value to people people love that okay. don't don't promote your website don't say your phone number don't even say if you'd like me to help you do this they they, they already know that if if they uh, if they get value they're going to want to return value to you by having you be the one to help them so my my first of 3 suggestions is purely focus on giving value and don't look at the numbers. Like I said, I didn't even know what a subscriber was probably until I was two or three years into it. And as I go back, I realized at the one year anniversary of my YouTube channel, I had 12 subscribers. So uh, we'll get to that when we talk about patience in a minute. So one is just Focus on giving value. It doesn't really matter, you know, how short or how long should it be? What your background is? None of that matters. Just, just focus on how can I be as valuable to, to somebody that might watch this as I can be. So that's number one. Okay. Number two. Yeah. It, it takes a work ethic. So you just um, you, you just have to make the time. That was your first question. How do you make time? You, you just do, but it's, it's easier than you think because um sure is does a does a little bit of research go into each video yes i mean but i'm i'm in in my videos i'm just relaying conversations i've had hundreds of times before do i do a little bit of research just to kind of double check myself and make sure i'm providing the right information i do that sometimes maybe 15 minutes of research or something like that but. Every single video I've done, it's been a one-take headshot. I I don't know how to edit a video. I've never edited a video. Um, And so I just uh, focus on uh, providing that value and and working hard at it. And then then the third thing, maybe the most difficult thing is to be patient. Um, Seems like people in business today, estate planning attorneys, they want that overnight success. And that's just, uh, it's just not going to happen. So I mentioned while I do have, uh, in fact, while we were talking, it just went to 189,000 subscribers.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> well, I have 189,000 subscribers, I had 12 after the first year. Not 12,000. I had 12, and I think my mother was one, and and maybe my my wife and my th- five kids. Um, and so, um, and so, but I, I I didn't know it. I was I was just I, I just had confidence that if I kept doing it, there was there was going to be some business benefit to it. And so that's, that's, that's really a provide value. Um, just keep working at it and be patient. And th- that's, that's my secret um, for lack of any better secrets.
1: Wow. And you produced probably what a video every week. How? Many?
0: Yeah, it comes in spurts. Um, so I would say, yeah, I mean, when I get in a really good groove, I'm doing three or four a week. But I, you know, sometimes I'll take a month off um, and not do any videos. But I'd say on average, probably about one a week. And I've gotten a little fancier. It started, like I've mentioned before, just using the iPhone camera. And I had a little tripod and maybe next to my camera, I had a a one page of of notes and outline just to kind of keep me. And it's as simple as that. Spent no money. I may have had a little, I had a little microphone that was attached to my phone that I could put on my lapel. And that was it. So maybe with a seventy-five dollar investment, I did my first two hundred videos. Have gotten a little fancier over the years, and you see, there's a there's a teleprompter behind me right
1: there. Oh, look at that ring light, Paul. Nice, fancy.
0: Yeah, exactly. But um, but really, you know, no 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 money needs to be spent. No no production quality. Don't need to hire editors. Don't even have to have editing software. Um, so, but, uh, but just staying with it and, uh, and having fun with it is, is the key.
1: Wow. Okay. So, so the secret here, guys, from Paul, I can't believe you only had 12 subscribers in the first year. Okay. So if you want to grow like Paul did, basically don't even pay attention to how many subscribers you have. <laughs> so apparently he didn't pay attention to that. He didn't no,
0: Just pay attention to providing value. That's all yeah. you have to do. Value. You'll see some comments and you'll learn from your comments and um, don't focus too much on the comments because some people are crazy, but, um, but yeah, uh, provide value, get feedback from your comments and then keep providing more value and never look at the numbers. I know that's it's hard to say easier said than done, but um, don't focus on the numbers, focus on the value.
1: Yeah. I think that's the fa- fascinating thing about your channel and your videos, Paul, is that you have the video, but then you have hundreds of comments and in most of them because of course I'm nosy and I want to see what people are asking and there's some really good questions so I can see just how much easier it is to make more videos based off of the questions in the comments
0: yeah and and you'll actually get more business by telling people not to come to you one of if you if, speaking of comments I was looking at something last week where a video I did was, like nine reasons not to engage in Medicaid planning, and so you know, I told them you know some of those reasons were some people feel like it's ethically inappropriate, some people with millions of dollars want to do Medicaid rep planning when they shouldn't, uh, and so I gave some people what I felt were genuine reasons why they should not come come see me to hire me to engage in Medicaid planning. Well. I don't know how many people have called me and said, Paul, I really appreciate all those reasons why you told someone not to do Medicaid planning, but I'm calling you because I I appreciated your honesty and I want you to help me.
1: With Medicaid?
0: With Medicaid. What?
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Talk about reverse psychology, but what you weren't doing, you weren't doing it on purpose, obviously. You were just trying to be a good, honest guy.
0: That's all you need to do.
1: Yeah. That's Wow. Wow, that blows my mind that you were honest about it and people were like, "Hey, you know what? We trust him because you know, he's not trying to sell us on it." Yeah. The honesty, yeah. the honesty is fantastic. So, what I'm very curious about is obviously you touched on this earlier about how it really helped your staff to to provide the videos. I'm curious, how has your YouTube channel changed your practice? if it has it all, if has it brought in extra revenue, obviously, that video that you just mentioned on Medicaid, brought in more clients, I would love to hear the story if it is, if it has changed your law firm, your YouTube channel.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I generally am kind of a conservative talking kind of person, but it, it has been nothing short of life changing. Um, life changing.
1: Wow. Okay, tell us about it.
0: Um, Well, I'm, I'm on this podcast because of my YouTube channel. Um, I was sought out uh, by Jack and Rudy to form a company because of my YouTube channel. Oh, wow. Um, I get anywhere from, I get inquiries every day from business inquiries from prospective clients who the only reason they're inquiring, they're either calling the office or they're emailing or is because of my YouTube channel. So, um I would say, over the last maybe two years, probably two thirds of my clients who, when I talk to them, they tell me that they've watched videos on my YouTube channel, so it has been um it has been significant
1: oh yeah, I can just imagine absolutely absolutely um I will say, in my experience of working with the state planning attorneys for the past years, I have noticed that there's two camps. There's two camps. There's the attorney camp uh, where they don't really believe that YouTube does anything remotely beneficial. Uh, a lot of the comments that I receive is, I'm not going to spend time on that uh, because there's not going to be very much ROI. I'm curious, Paul, uh, what, would you the, what would you convince this camp of YouTube haters, I guess I would say? There's, there's even some pretty strong feelings out there. Of attorneys are like, no, uh, we can't give out valuable information on YouTube because uh, that will make it so that way people won't hire me. I've heard that a bit too. So I'm curious, is there anything you could say that would persuade them otherwise into the other camp?
0: oh well um i d- I guess I didn't even realize there were youtube haters but um oh, yeah. first i'd kind of i want to find out why that's the case um but um i mean all, all of the things that I've said up until this question uh, is is what I would reiterate um i i I guess you know i've I've mentioned several times. no one is going to have overnight success of blood, sweat, and tears. Um, So um, if, if you're not willing to do all of those three things, um, give value, work hard and be patient, um, then it, it may not be worth the effort because you may not see the results that you're hoping to see from your efforts. But, those those three things of giving value um, working hard and being patient are true in any business and I think most people realize when you when you give value people want to give value back to you and and the way the youtube stuff works is you give value to to prospective clients on the youtube channel and then they give value back to you by giving you the opportunity to talk to them about helping their helping them you know put their estate legal affairs in order so that's kind of my thoughts to that question.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of the attorneys who've, who have said, you know, we, we have to be really, really general uh, when we give out any information just in case. I think it could be a fear of being sued, it I think. could be a sure.
0: fear of, you know, we're, we're lawyers, we're trained to be safe and um, not say anything that someone might come back to us at a later date and said, you said this, I took this action, you, something went wrong, you're responsible. But um, if, if that's a risk, it's a risk I'm willing to take. And, and I'm just i I'm as careful as I can be to give people good advice and the right advice and give people good value. It's, it's not a one-on-one conversation with anybody. In fact, in the comments, you'll see that I never give anybody legal advice in the comments because I am wary of Of providing advice to someone just based on one comment that they make or one question that they asked um so but uh i'm I'm all in favor and I think the world is all in favor of this information- information sharing that's now allowed with YouTube and social media so I just embraced it but i am I am cognizant of the I don't want to give anyone one on one legal advice without fully understanding um their situation and what they're trying to accomplish.
1: I'm curious. Is, has anybody, has that ever backfired being that valuable? Has it ever backfired? Cause I know no. that's one thing that Mm-mm. people, yeah. you know, they're, they're very wary of it, yeah. but it hasn't backfired. I,
0: I going into the, the depths of my recollection. No, I've, I've never even had anyone mention that, um, something on my YouTube channel that they took some action. And as a result of that, something went bad and, and they tried to blame me for it. It's just, it's just uh, never happened. And, and maybe it's, it's the way I kind of phrase things because I never say you should do this or you should do that. I say, you know, some people with this concern will address that concern this way. I try to keep things as general as I can.
1: That's great. That's great advice. Well, before we wrap up this podcast, is there any last tidbit that you want to share, especially to those attorneys who are in their first year of starting their YouTube channel and they maybe have 12 subscribers just like you Yeah. besides, besides the three secrets, is there any yeah. last tidbit that you'd like to yeah. share?
0: You know, I'm, I'm no expert or no pro, but maybe when I was starting out, if there was somebody who had been doing it for a few years if I could have bounced some ideas off of, I would have liked that. So I'm going to open that invitation up to any of your listeners, Amy, that if if they're starting and and maybe they've seen some of the stuff that I've done and they think it might benefit them to have a conversation with me or have a dialogue to, to get them going in the right direction or keep that motivation or whatever it may take, I'll, 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 I'll be happy to, to talk. I, I was once one of those attorneys who was like, how am I going to pay my rent next month? I have no idea. Or, you know, how am I going to put the next meal on the table? So, um, if there are people out there who are willing to put in the work and and want to get some guidance or advice for me, whatever that might be, I'd be happy to help.
1: Wow, well, that's so that is so nice of you. Okay, so everyone who's listening, if you are where Paul was six years ago. If you've just started your YouTube channel and you're so frustrated that it's not growing or not going anywhere, please, please take, take to fact the three things that you said, make sure that all your videos are valuable, put in the time. So at the end of the day, if you had a really good question from a potential client, make a video about it and then just, you know, put it on your YouTube channel and it'll probably help your staff out too. So that way you're not answering the same question over and over and over again. But also that last one, patience, like he has 188,000, 188, 189, excuse me, thousand subscribers. But in year one, he only had 12 and he said half of them was probably his family. So just bear in mind that that is where he started. And if you're frustrated and things aren't really rolling, just stick with it, guys, stick with it. And if you do have questions, Paul was so kind to make himself available. If you have questions or just yeah, I mean, I'd be
0: happy to you know, look at a video that somebody's made and, and give them that positive, constructive critique. If they're if they're open to hearing it,
1: that is perfect. That is perfect. Thank you so much, Paul. Uh, do you have like an email that people can reach out to? Is it Paul? at Sure,
0: we'll give it to you. And it's, it's Paul at Planning.com. It's even on a, uh, it's on my YouTube channel.
1: Great. Oh, well, of course it's on your YouTube channel. <laughs> of course. Anyway, thank you so much, Paul, for joining us. This has been fantastic. And hopefully we can have you on here again.
0: I really enjoyed it, Amy, and look forward to the next time.
1: Thanks for listening to the Elder Law Growth Podcast, the place to be for all things marketing for elder law and estate planning law firms. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. If you'd like to outsource your marketing to our team, go to Bambiz.net and book a free call with us today.